Hello everyone and welcome back to the shuttle pod at the disco where we are covering Discovery's second season. Today we will be talking about episode 11, Perpetual Infinity. I'm Brian Drew and I am here with Kelly Yakovino. Hey everybody. Matt Wright. Hey guys. And Jared Whitley. Hello friends, welcome back. We are recording here on April 1st, and I understand that you have a little bit of an anecdote for us. Yes, so I I, used, I did a series a couple of years ago on Trek Movie when we had to work a little bit harder to find news about, like, 10 episodes <laughs> to watch for Labor Day or whatever. So I was looking up April Fool's Day today on Memory Alpha. There's only one instance where they talk about April Fool's Day in the whole franchise. Do you guys know what it is? Not to put is, you on the is spot. It, is, it, is it the Impractical Joker? That's what I would have thought. That, that, that's what I would have thought, but but that maybe or too or maybe right? like um, shore leave when when what's his name sure. Kirk's nemesis comes back, but that's not yeah. it. It's a, it's a TNG no. it's a TNG episode. Oh, I wouldn't huh. have guessed that. Dang. Which, which one? Okay, right. it's brothers. It's when there's that little boy who oh, his sure. his brothers paid the pulled a prank on him, and Beverly says mm-hmm. says everybody's plays a practical joke on someone. You never did, not even on April Fool's Day. So yep. there we go. When it's a very serious joke. Yes, it is. When 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 you think of April Fool's Day, think of attempted fratricide. (laughs) (laughs) Whoopsie. And that is that is the best April Fool's joke you'll hear all day. Yes. Yeah. 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 Really. Alrighty. Well, as I was saying, we are covering episode eleven today, which was titled "Perpetual Infinity." It was written by Alan McElroy and Brandon Schultz and was directed by Maya Verillo. Maya Verillo. Sure. That's as good as it's going to get, sure. folks. Verillo? Yeah, something like that. Verillo. It's a Verilo? cool name. Maya Verillo. That's what we're going with? I think that sounds good. Yeah, we're making an honest effort here, folks. Mm. All right, so we have a episode synopsis, which I will... Toss to my pal Kayla to give us the read for. All right. Well, since <clears throat> since I haven't been on the shuttle pod in a few weeks now, I thought I would get my <clears throat> you know radio chops in check and do the synopsis <laughs> read tonight. So the official synopsis of this episode: <clears throat> Burnham receives the reunion she's been longing for, but it doesn't go quite as she imagined. Giorgio and Tyler sense a disturbing change in Leland. Dun, dun, dun. Which is I love like, the disturbing change, right? That's super. That. Like that's kind of what happens. That's yeah, just like it leaves so much out. <laughs> also, it's it just sounds to me like a, she, they sense a disturbance in the force. Totally. Like I just chuckled when I saw that description. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. And that's like that's half of what happens. But all right, whatever. Yeah. They didn't want to give. Well, it they're away. trying to be vague for the synopsis. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Thanks for saying that. that, that, Yeah, that's the CBS synopsis, by the way. Right, and they they released it a few days beforehand, so they can't be like, guess what? Here's what it is. (laughs) Also, was anyone expecting Burnham's reunion to go as she imagined? No, of course not, right? (laughs) That that would be interesting. Not on (laughs) Star Trek Discovery. (laughs) It's everything she wanted and more. Nope. No. Or was it? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Perpetual Infinity. Mm-hmm. What do we think? Matt, you first. Uh, you know, it was enjoyable. It, it, I have no real qualms, really, with this episode. It's just, it's just one of those things where it was intense, like intensely acted for good reasons. But, mm-hmm. whew, you just... It's just hard to put my finger like on if I really care about this episode in a sense because we just know it's building to something really big at the end of yeah, the season. Yeah. And now we're three. There's only three episodes left after this, so it's just it's getting somewhere fast. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah as we discussed after we all watched it, it, it very much felt like they were kind of treading water in this episode. Like you could feel like there's something some big up. on the horizon. Yeah. Exactly. Some stuff's being set up, and it's just kind of there. Yeah. 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 Totally. Caleb, what did you think? Um, so, okay, so my, my very high-level general reaction to this is that I, I, I you know, in a, in a vacuum, the episode on its own, I actually think was was relatively good. Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of emotions mm-hmm. surrounding it because, like, I, f- I feel like the theme of this season, in, in so far as how we've been 
sort of, uh, you know, going, doing deep dives into it has been mm -hmm. trying to cram a lot of story in. And there's just so much going on in the season arc and in this episode and so many little details and making sure they all go together. And I have some issues with some of the details in this episode. And I have some yeah. issues with the overarching season long arc. But the episode mm -hmm. in terms of its um, competency, I think it was completely competent. I think it was like, was it well done? Mm -hmm. um, it's mm -hmm. like all the elements were there of the story, you know, and, and the things that are always great were great, like the, the production quality, you know, and the acting and those things. Um, and the story was with for this being a single episode, there's like just looking at it through that lens. I think that the, the writing was was good. So Yeah. All right. Jared, how about you? Okay, so uh, it had been kind of, there'd been a, a little wriggle in my brain where I wasn't sure. I recognized Michael's mother, but I didn't know who it was. So I looked mm -hmm. her up oh, on, yeah. on yep. Memory Alpha, and she was on The Wire. Mm -hmm. And yep. she wanted to the detectives there. That's why there. she brings the chops. Holy yeah, cow. She brings it. Okay, and yeah. I kept thinking about there's this fantastic scene in the first season where there's these these black teenagers and and the cops are arresting them and this and this white cop gets in a little fro, uh, uh with one of the black kids and she runs over and you think oh she's going to intervene cuz she's black too and she's a, she's a woman so maybe she's a little more maternal and instead she runs over and she starts wailing on the kid and she says you do not play hands on a police officer and just beats the crap out of him and it is it is such a memorable scene cuz it comes out of nowhere and you expect it really in a show that's all about subverting expectations that's like the icing on the top when they really say, oh, this is a different kind of show than what I was going to expect than what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun to see her again. Nice. So that yeah. that was my main thing as I thought about how good The Wire was. Yeah. I mean, she's like, she, she's <laughs> Sonia, Sonia Sohn, I guess is her name. Yeah. Like, I think I'm pronouncing it right. She's yeah. obviously like knows how to act in like intense drama. Like, yeah. This is yeah. Yeah. She can, she she owns the room and she's in this as as Doctor Burnham. Yeah. Okay. You know? Now you mentioned her name. You did, did, am I the only one who caught the significance, or have we talked about it somewhere of her first name and some of the art? No, because Gabriel. we just we learn a first name in this episode. The artless so you can talk about imagery it. of that. Yeah. I mean, they gave her the name Gabriel, which is the most famous angel in the Bible. Sure. Right. right. So. Right. Mm. So yeah, it was a bit on the nose. A little bit too. Well, they they do they do love to do that. They do. <laughs> they do yeah. love the name. Yeah. Yeah. Discovery is not a subtle show. I mean, don't forget we met. <laughs> In fact, what's even more amusing is we learn that Gabriella, you know, the fe the feminine version, rescued a guy named Jacob and moved him to Terralysium. Right. So G Gabriel, Jacob, I mean, we're getting like, they, they love it, you know. That's like, right. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not finished with way Jacob. Back he in, stays on this side. Yeah. That's, that's, so way back that's in season, canon. I mean, episode two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked him too. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it's, it's maybe a bit early, but I'm kind of tempted to bring mm -hmm. something up along this line. Of discussion related to the whole, um, you know, because we, we've been sort of pointing out on the podcast whenever mm -hmm. they name drop various religious yeah. references and things like that, um, mm -hmm. because part of the theme of the season is ostensibly hmm. faith, ostensibly, yes. faith versus <laughs> yeah, ostensibly. science, religion mm -hmm. versus science, and right. and and, that, and those are not my faith. words. Science, yeah, science versus faith, and those are not my words because I would never say verses in the yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But that was what we were told was the theme of that. So my, my question, I guess, is is that going to happen in a more substantial way than name dropping angels from the Bible? Okay, or... I've been I guess I've been wondering that no. too, and I've been kind of I'm glad you bring this up because I've been saving that for like the recap but I, let's talk yeah, about it sure. let's talk let's talk about it a little bit now we can make some uh, predictions i suppose at least uh, i don't i don't i don't feel like there's like there's two ways to inject religiosity into into a text like this one is and i hate to be the guy on the star trek podcast always talking about babylon 5 but one is the babylon 5 <laughs> way where people yeah. just have religions as I, as part of their identity right it's just part of their personality right. the way you could call the ds9 right? way if you wanted there we go there we go. Or that, uh, or or one is if there's some sort of significance to using that kind of imagery. Like when we we did Wrath of Khan, the whole idea of the religious imagery there is the message of that movie is man should not play God, right? Man was wrong to play mm -hmm. God in creating Khan. Man was wrong to play God in creating Genesis, which they explore more in Search for Spock. And then underlined with the idea that Kirk, with his midlife crisis, realizes that he is not God, right? He's immortal. Right. So that works really well. And with this, I, I, they seem to be doing neither of those things. And is that is that a fair assessment? Sure. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, just playing I, around with this idea somewhere out there and it's not really working. Yeah, I don't I don't sense like a core theme. Yeah, it, it feels like something that, you know, started to disappear maybe around episode three or four. Yeah. They kinda just yeah. dropped it. Mm-hmm. And and I don't I don't think they've necessarily done anything wrong and, and, and I wanna say I think that Captain Pike is the guy who who you know he goes to church. I think he's the most positive representation of a person of faith in TV since Father Mulcahy on Mash, right? So they haven't done anything wrong, but I just don't feel like they're doing any. There's no like intelligent storytelling behind it, right? And maybe no, maybe they'll the moment it doesn't maybe they'll surprise they me. It. Maybe they'll surprise yeah, me. Yeah, they're running out of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Again, no, but time is a force. There's three more, right? Yeah. Time always wins, time is a Brian. Force. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, we're in a race for the future <laughs> or something. We've got to get you back to the future, Marty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, well, I think that partly anyway. might be a, I, we, you know, digress. But I think that might partly to be a symptom of the fact that that we were told specifically that that was the theme, and so we've been looking for it. Uh, okay, like sure. if they hadn't ever yeah. told us that to begin with, yep, it would feel more like oh, they're just peppering this in. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it feels like they pivoted again, like they did during season one. I feel like there's been a lot of pivots this season so far. Well, and as we know, behind the scenes, it's not like this has been a smooth season either. So (laughs) a lot of things keep changing and and fluctuating. Unfortunately, I feel like, you know, and this really is germane to to talking about this episode. I really feel like they are constantly pivoting. There's been like, you Mm -hmm. know, four or five major pivots Mm -hmm. where it's like, you're like, oh, I think I see where you're going with the story, except for the fact that literally you had to set up the entire story in this one episode because almost like you just came up with the idea instead of having set it up five episodes mm. ago. Yeah. Yes. yes. I think a yes. lot of that happened in this episode, which is why I'm saying, like, I think the episode was good, you know, with some exception and that being sort of how it fits in to everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. it, it does seem clear that they did not have this plan from Michael's mother. Yeah. Last season, like when discovery was conceived as a, Oh yeah. 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 As a large thing, there was clearly no plan to go this route with Michael's mother because, or I'm not even sure if it was at the beginning of this season because you kind of, you get this big information dump about her from Leland and then suddenly you meet her at the end of the episode. So it feels like they kind of like, had a meeting in the middle of the season and went, oh shit, we need to come up with something that has some sort of impact. Yeah. Sure. And then, you know, conveniently read what about... What about mom? The, right. And conveniently read about the middle of the season is when showrunners changed. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's not that's not a, a that's not a coincidence. You know what I mean? That they're like, right. uh, we don't really know where we're going with that. Let's pivot. Okay, you know, and, like, and, let's change this up. And for me, the thing that's been so weird is is, again, to go back to what we've been told all along, I thought the big thing was going to be about her and Spock this season, right? That was going to be, yes. especially yes. you know, yes. to the point right. that the name of the, the first key. episode was "Brother," right? Right, right. He was supposed to be the key to all the signals, and he wasn't. Guess yeah. who was Michael? Mm. Michael, the center of yeah. the, AKA the center of the universe. Yeah, and so far, <laughs> they still don't know everything thanks to Michael. Even even her mom isn't responsible for all of this, so we That's still true. have. That's true. I actually like that. No, I like that too, yeah. but that just means yeah. again, who is you know like well <laughs> yeah well we got we're gonna find out soon obviously uh, we've got to yeah <laughs> I have to say that is one of the tantalizing bits left after the end of this yes. episode of things where I'm like I want to know more and it's what are the mm-hmm. the red signals in the sky yes, yes. yeah and, and by the end of the podcast when we get near, further into the podcast maybe we can speculate into what's actually going to happen at the end of the season yes. Yes. But maybe we should uh, continue to address the show at hand. Yes. Mm. Yes. Sorry, I keep pulling us off track. No, that's okay. This is germane. It's that it's that time of the season when we can start. We have enough information to make intelligent, informed guesses. It's true. Yes. Yes. And that we will do. (laughs) Yes, we will. Yes, we will. All right. So early in the episode, Burnham wakes up after apparently being dead for a minute or two. Yep. And she thought maybe she was hallucinating because she was, you know, in some sort of oxygen-deprived state, right? And then, you know, she obviously, uh, Culber confirms that her mom's alive and she just is obviously completely stunned and goes against everything she's ever known about 
the fate yeah. of her parents. And... Including Leland straight up saying to her, oh no, she, like they're dead. He's apparently confirmed yeah. that they're dead at some point. This is another yeah. another clue that they pivoted somewhere because he didn't. We uh, we actually talked about that a while ago, sort of amongst ourselves uh, in the editors, you know, of Trek movie that <clears throat> they made it very clear that they were dead. Like there was usually they would if they were setting this up from the get go, there would be like wiggle room somewhere. And, yeah, it, there was and none. earlier in the season, Leland is just like, nope, they were dead. Not like oh, they mysteriously disappeared or like we're pretty sure it was them. You know, like no, no, no. It or was or just a line of like their bodies must have been destroyed in the wreckage because they were never recovered. Exactly. Mm, mm, they they right, did right. no kind of setup for it. it. It it was like dead set. Nope, that's it. They were gone. They were killed. And so suddenly, nah, not so much, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get that flashback to sort of Michael's like memories of that night as she's sort of passed out, slowly being <laughs> pulled back mm. from the brink of death, which was cool. Actually, I like that because. I think that's the only time we've seen young Michael Burnham actually be like a normal human kid. A normal kid. Yeah. 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 It, it was it was nice to see. Oh, um, instead of a weirdo kid on Vulcan? Instead of yeah, instead which, of a kid yeah, instead a of a kid who's Vulcan told hairdo. to be like a Vulcan. With the yeah. hairdo. It's pretty bad hairdo. Yeah. I agree. And uh her her dad is played by Ken Rick Green, which is Sneaker Martin Green's husband. I did so not know that. That's super cool. It's kind of that a is cool, cool thing. Yeah, she Sonique teased that back at New York Comic Con that her her hubby was going to have like a an important <laughs> a little role. incestuous husband playing the father. Well, but of course, thankfully, uh, uh, this ne- is a ten year old actress. Ne- nepotistic, I, know, I, I know. think, is the so, word. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, nepotism is the right word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know we're all excited for Game of Thrones to come back, but let's not we save the incest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yep, Mike Burnham, the namesake of Michael, but, you know, the dad was played by Kenrick. So that's cool. I have to say, I I also really think they all look like they could be related. I liked it. Yeah, the casting was very good. Like, I could see that that's their, their, like, Sonequa looks like she's, you know, Sonia Stones and Hannah Green's, like, daughter. Honestly, I could totally Mm -hmm. see it. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I I totally agree. Very good casting. Yep, Yep, good job. Okay, uh, what next, gang? Do we want to get into the suit, or do we want to... Well, the suit's only interesting because basically Burnham gets to see some of what happened since she can't talk to her mom yet. But otherwise, right. like, you know, yeah. so our mom's, you know, jumping around, <laughs> stuck in time. Right, we find out that she there are 841 missions that yeah. were recorded by the suit. So she's tried to set things right, like, I mean, think about how many, 841 times. Think about how long that takes you, right? Like, think how much determination you need. That's like you try something and it doesn't work. Right. So you try again and again and again. Yeah, well, it's literally like the, the only thing she can do because it's the only she's thing she the can only do, human yeah. alive in this time that she's stuck in. Right. And so it's crazy, like crazy to think about. I, I did think it was interesting that they... they made her into this changed person and someone who's been like scarred by this oh, yeah. however many How years be? it's been for her it's not quite clear um, but it's been a hell of a long time and she's been alone and she's clearly had to develop you know mechanisms to cope with all of that and I thought that was really interesting actually what they decided to do with the mother character oh yeah 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 Michael did not get the reunion that she wanted no no not at all no she encountered a very hard person I thought the, yes. the nice I thought the arc that the that Burnham and her mother went through in this episode was actually quite nice it was mm-hmm. yeah it was because she goes from being like ah I let you go I've seen you die to actually you know caring that she's she might get a chance to get snapped out of this time you know this sort of pull of time and Okay. They figure out a way. So that'd be nice. So here's a question then. Uh, here's one <laughs> yes. of the details that's been bothering me. Um, mm-hmm. So Gabrielle Burnham, um, the, the, the Klingons, I almost said the Vulcans, the Klingons attack. She g- yep. jumps into the, to this time suit, puts the time crystal in there, and it's like, I'm going to go back a few minutes and prevent this all from happening basically right she's gonna right. activate the omega-13 device essentially. <laughs> 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 yes yes so it's enough to, to fix one mistake right so yeah, she gets yeah. in the the suit and she goes back and it a- accidentally jolts her 950 years in the future and mm-hmm. then and in the middle of space for some reason 
And okay, so here are the two sort of things I'm curious about. So why is it that she's always pulled back to that point? So she can travel anywhere. It seems like she can even program and choose exactly where and when to go to with the 950 years in the future as a starting point, but always gets pulled back there. But it also seems like she can she can move in space. So in the 950 years, and I suppose in time a little bit. So in the nine, she says like, I found this planet or it was, was she on earth or she found some planet where she like set up well, a she, base. She, she's visited them all and seen. She's gone on to earth. She's, yeah, she yeah, went they to show earth. her at, on the earth. Yeah, in her like 950 years in the future timeline, went to earth and everything's right. dead. She found some planet, like set up a base or something. And that's, that's Terra Elysium, Yeah. She's referring to like the, the people that they found in episode two. Okay, but she right, but she's alone at this point in in the future. She is right. Wait, have, right. Have we talked about the name Terralysium? Because mm-hmm. at least we, okay, all right. Because that's the name. We the did word, back in that episode. All right, there you go. That's the word for heaven in uh, in Greek mythology. So anyway. see, there you go. Yeah. It's a, see, there you go. There Another you go. one. Another yep. symbolism. I just don't understand why, because this is a very important point to the whole story. Obviously, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not clear. It. It's not clear <clears> why clear. she's stuck at this point in time not point not stuck at a point in space like why isn't it pulling her back to her present timeline why i mean does anyone have any idea of how this could be true because to me it's no just it doesn't very it doesn't make sense because the only thing we know is that she had like where you open up a little micro wormhole and she's got a tether that snaps her back but like that's fine it snaps you back to where you your your origin point which makes sense but like yeah why is it fixed i don't know and, like, that doesn't and make why sense. is that the origin why wasn't the origin point back at her yeah. home when the klingons attacked in that moment mm, right exactly yeah. you would think so because that's where she started her and, yeah and if she I, can I don't, clearly she can move that origin point because she did that first time why can't she do that again and it's none of this is ever discussed so to me a lot of this falls apart and I don't believe they're going to try to explain it. I think they have assumed that they've done a good enough job. Yeah, I um, think so. But I, think, I right. think the whole story of of Burnham's mother falls apart because it doesn't not that those details to me are important. I don't think they yeah. make sense. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Okay, so okay. there's there's a term in um, in screenplays called Chekhov's gun. And it's because Anton mm-hmm. Chekhov in his plays, if he was going to have a gun in the third act, he'd introduce it in the first act. And so mm-hmm. they haven't really done that here. And I also like that term because, of course, Chekhov from Star Trek. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. That's the same thing. What's the saying? If you see a gun in the first act, it better go off by the third act. Something like there that. it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So don't put something in there that isn't relevant. Yeah. Right. But in this case, I think it was, again, maybe a symptom of this pivoting where they've said, oh, we need to make this whole story. And and they're like, we need a reason for her to not be able to just come. Because if she could just go wherever she wanted, she clearly would have just gone back to Michael in the first place. And she would have gone and prevented the Klingons from attacking. And she would have done all these things. Right. Exactly. Mm. And that's another question. We'd never question. be in this position. <laughs> if she can, she can seemingly go whenever and wherever she wants. Because Burnham's in trouble, she's there. Doesn't matter where it is, doesn't matter when it is, the situation, etc. She still can't go back, though, and stop the Klingons from attacking. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Why not? It's weird. Right, why not? She could, she could tell Spock how to save Burnham, like as a kid, and things like that. She could say, hey, Spock... In this many years in the future, the Klingons are going to attack us and kill us. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Tell them not to. Yeah. I mean, she could do anything. And so I, I'm just, I'm really frustrated because I think there are a lot of holes. And the this a symptom of this pivoting is that they're not going to have time to fix them. And I, I don't believe they're going to try. Which is no, I don't think so either. No, they're, no, they're clearly going to move this on. This is a march yeah. forward. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah. There's three hours left. There. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. After this, so, so, um, we also find out that she was only communicating directly with Spock because of his strange Vulcan human dyslexia thing. Right. Yeah. That we just found out about, and it gives him the somehow the mumbo jumbo unique ability to accept visions she can project back through time. So there's that. Sure. <laughs> so wait, cool, was cool for Spock, but she was. You know. pro- oh, I missed. That. She was projecting visions. Yes, right. she was. So she wasn't. She, but she did physically go to him at some point, right? Or no? Yeah, Spock saw her. Yeah. 
Yeah, in the outfit. Yeah. Yeah, somehow that's right because she, as that, a child, he you, saw her. Well, no, but not even that. Even as an adult, remember he says that he was given a coordinates and he went to an isolated like right, and then the mind melt, right, and then the mind melt, yeah, right. Yeah. No, but I'm just thinking about the initial contact was when he was a child. Right. Yes. Yes. So mm. okay. Yeah. So well, yeah. So there's that whole it's, thing. It's where still Spock's it's being still used a head kind of a weird conduit. Yeah. 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 Projecting visions. All right. All right. Yeah. I would like to talk about Spock a little bit yeah, while we're at it. it. Spock is kind of now, like, I don't know, like they found him. He was in this very unsettled state. Uh, they took him to Talos and they kind of unscrambled him. And now he's just kind of chilling out and dispensing some thoughtful advice <laughs> yep. here and there. Yeah. That's what it seems like he's doing. <laughs> he he like, is, yeah. yeah. Because, well, like, again, we sort of chat about this off and on amongst ourselves that, like, you know they can't put him in a uniform that's that's the finale right like you can't actually go shave and get put into a he uniform can shave. <laughs> but they won't do it <laughs> no and you, you, ash spock's gonna be you're not gonna see spock shave yeah, and, ash and science shave. and his science blues until the end that's if right. at all if at all oh no they're going they can't they can't resist it they're going to do that at the end i'm sure yeah. of it it's just like yeah. come on i don't know why he hasn't shaved yet i think that's weird yeah yeah, he, uh, you know the universe is at stake. He doesn't have time to shave. I guess <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been to the bathroom in thirteen months. Exactly. He could. Hey, you know, Vulcan's a desert planet. They're like yeah, camels. Va- it's fine. Yeah, those yeah. Vulcans. They have yeah. a lot of discipline. They do. Yeah. So. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that would be too similar to the Mocklins only peeing once it, a year. It, right. it would. It yeah. would. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see if they give some. Spock has some sort of meaningful role. I assume he will. Oh, I think so. Have a they, meaningful role to, to play since yeah. the entire rest of the season is can clearly centered around Burnham. I assume Spock will have some sort of role. I mean, yeah. he'd better because that was set up for the whole first half. Yeah, of the season yeah. was just waiting, and we would yep. <laughs> yep. sort of half, you know, half jokingly complain on the shuttle pod about like, when are they gonna? reveal Spock we're just waiting for that to happen they keep teasing him when are we yeah. going to see him and then we finally did and it was like oh okay yeah. Yeah. and then nothing yeah and didn't didn't Kurtzman say that the whole thing was going to be about Spock becoming the Spock of the original series and we were going to see him recover from this trauma or whatever it happened pretty quickly like he's already recovered right yeah he's, yeah, he's, he's pretty close to normal yeah he's pretty yeah he's pretty mm-hmm. Spocky at this point mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Yep, yep. Except for his awkward, I like science, what? which is really okay. like, yeah random. I I thought at first he said I like silence, right? <laughs> and I said okay, th- he couldn't really have said I like science because what, what? He did. Yeah, because he, he did. Can, so he really did. I I it's, I liken that to that to that thing that Giorgio does a few episodes back yeah. where she's telling him she's like yeah I'm really busy guys and like sips from her coffee and it's like. No, this this totally was weird and ruined the flow of the scene. Yeah, like why did they why did they write that? Yeah, uh, so. and, and it's cute when they do something like that with Tilly, where she's like, yeah. "This was done by math, people." Right? Like that's yeah. that's good for that character. But don't get your chocolate in my peanut butter trying to make Spock sound like Tilly. <laughs> 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 the other thing he reminded me of is you guys remember that. That YouTube meme from uh, several years ago of the little boy dressed up like a zombie and he's on the news and someone says, so what are you dressed up as? And <laughs> yes. his response is, I like turtles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Funny. Yeah. I like turtles. I, I thought that would be a good, like, Comic-Con cosplay type of thing is that little zombie boy. Anyway. That's awesome. Someone should so, do that. Yeah. Anyway, I, I that was a weird line. So we, yeah. I, it we, was. we all encountered it's, that. It yeah, was, it's sort of yeah. bordering on the like, we're doing a science. <laughs> you know, the whole like um, going sort of overboard with being geeky and mm. yes, yeah, fun, and that's yeah. like that's fine. But yeah, with Spock, it's a little unusual. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Anyway, I'm just I'm just curious to see if where if they're going to take him any further. I feel like yeah. he has to provide some key because of the way they've been talking it out. You know? Yeah, I mean, but at this point, yeah, he feels like he's going to be more of a plot device than like we're going to see any more character development. Like, I think I felt like we were going to get more of that at the beginning, and then so it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Yep. So maybe we should talk about Leland. We haven't talked about Leland yet. Oh, poor oh, Leland. Just, did, 
did we mention though, the, the one thing I forget? Did we mention that we just figured out that Burnt Doctor Burnham wasn't responsible for the seven signal? We said that at the t- top of the podcast. Well, we we did say at the yeah. top. Okay, yeah. so that'll be interesting to figure out who was. Yeah, the question per- is who was it? Personally, yeah. I still think it's Michael. I think yeah. I think that they're sort of telegraphing that Michael, you know, that bio signature that they swear was her in the suit. Yeah, which they still have adequately. And then explained. they're like, oh, well, they walked that back. And they're like, oh, well, mothers and daughters seem really similar, psych, whatever. <laughs> I still think that. Bullshit. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me. I still think that's that's maybe a way to set up that, like, Michael herself somehow does something with the signals. Okay. It's either that, it's either that or control is like basically trolling people <laughs> we'll, you know what i mean like and we'll find yeah, out literally yeah literally yeah exactly he's written they're truly just trolling people like we'll find out <clears throat> so on that control note how about how about that leland <laughs> how about that leland yeah i, I felt bad or, for him. or not leland anymore yeah yeah that's a hell of a way to go hey, isn't can it? i tell you yeah. what, it, what it reminded me of and i'm kind of you know referencing a lot of other stuff here tonight is mm-hmm. did you guys see superman 3 when mm-hmm. that lady gets pulled yeah. into the into oh yeah the computer. It gets turned into the robot monster scared the yeah. crap out of me when I was a kid and so that's, that's like, really me too. weird and bizarre it yeah, is. I, I never I did not like it no yet. and uh-huh. no no that was that was always very disturbing yeah and yeah, I think they were trying strange. to I think they were trying to reference the Brainiac character a little bit with that but I just oh, remember yeah. being a kid well, that fell flat it did but <laughs> yeah. except for horrifying young Jared and apparently uh, everyone uh, yeah <laughs> no I, yeah no, I agree that's always was, I still don't like to see it was never disturbing roll past yeah it's disturbing yeah. yeah it's weird it's very weird yeah and then he's kind of uh, the what I kind of jotted down is he's kind of T-1000-ish now you know mm. from like Terminator 2 sure. especially later when we see that he can basically like repair himself now like he gets shot with a phaser and it's like no big deal so yeah yeah get kind of crazy there so yeah are we gonna save this for later in the podcast or are we gonna talk about what other similarity exists you can say well, we're, we're here we gotta let's go, just let's say go it. for it yeah so i mean first and was it maybe it was last episode where he gets he gets poked in the eye yep he gets poked in the eye mm. by some drill bit oh, looking that's thing right. that's right very reminiscent of the opening scene to first contact Oh, yes. yeah. Where Picard has the dream about the mm-hmm. Borg doing that to him, and you see it puncture the eye. Always gets me. Um, oh, yeah, so that's it creepy. It starts with that, so. and I first saw that, and I was like, oh, wow, that reminds me of First Contact. Mm. And then <laughs> this um, AI, this sort of sentient machine, mm-hmm. decides that it needs a human host, and so mm-hmm. floods it, the human with nanites. Yep. Which is a technology that we became very familiar with from the Borg, especially in sure, Voyager. Sure, Voyager. Uh-huh. Um, and now we have this pseudo-machine, pseudo-human, yes. nan- full of nanite guy that just got poked in the eye with a drill bit. <laughs> yep. And to top it all off, to put the icing on the cake and the cherry on top, and mix all your metaphors. Um. Control when speaking to to Leland, and you can probably correct me on this quote here, but he says, basically, mm-hmm. not in so many words. He basically says resistance is futile. He says yep. something it, like, um, basically, bust out a thesaurus and swap. The yeah, words he said like struggle oh. is useless or something like that. Yeah, struggle. something along those lines. Yeah. Yep. So. Like, oh, okay. Oh, which is annoying oh. that they did that. It's super annoying that they did that. Okay, so I didn't the, even I didn't even yeah. think about that at all. But now, yeah, now I can't. So the elephant think about in it. the room, yes, is, struggle is pointless. Struggle is struggle is pointless. So the elephant in the room yeah. is the question of either they are just peppering this in as a, some sort of weird fan service, or which is what I hope. I hope that's or yes. yep, they are setting this up. To be yep. the creation of the Borg, that yep. that better not be the case, and it, it better not be the case, especially because not the least of which is because thanks to Voyager, um, we know that they've existed for like a long okay. time. Okay, so long the, time. The, the term already that, the term that Guinan uses in Q Who is that they have been coexisting as as humans and machines for quote thousands of centuries. Exactly, they're they're yeah. they're known to be like. This is an ancient race of yeah. cyborgs. We know this. Even so, it, even mm. if they said make made the Borg and send it in the past or something like that, because time travel is involved. Sure. The Borg weren't aware of the Federation until the next generation. Right. Nope. Yeah. That's right. Right. And so Q made them aware. 
Yep. Right. That's so right. even if you could you could do something with time travel for that part of it, that part still remains. There are too many issues with that. Yeah. I I really think that this is just like generic AI cyborgy like cliche stuff and I don't think it's going that way. If it does, agree, if it does, I mean, you're gonna hit, you're gonna see every nerd like table flip. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just gonna yeah be, it'll be, it'll be what bad. the yeah. hell? You know? For the, for their sake, for the, for the for the show's sake, I sincerely hope this is just a yeah. head fake. Yeah. So then that begs the question: Why do it? I, I think only because they <laughs> wanted something cool, and they need they need a representative for control to to like chase after into you know whatever to hunt down in the last few episodes you know what i mean they need like a rep yeah they need a they need a physical they, avatar they need and, a face yeah. yeah exactly sure that's fine but then i mean i guess again because we don't know when these ideas came into play because of all the pivoting and the, the changes to the mm-hmm. showrunners and the writers and all the stuff you know if mm-hmm. they're going to invent control and have this ai become sentient become pseudo-human you would have thought from the beginning they would have they would have stopped and thought hey that's kind of like the Borg, you know, should we go that route or? Well, I think it's like you said, though, I think they think it's like a neat wink, wink. This reminds you of this. Isn't that cool that it reminds you of it kind of thing? You know, they think they're being fan servicey sort of. I see. You know? Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. That That's my hunch. I don't know. Because it or, would Or they're make, not even aware of it at all. It would make zero sense for this to yeah, be. Yeah, it would make yeah. no sense. Yeah. No sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume it's just a coinky dink. Oh, another reason why this makes zero sense is Control wants to eliminate all biological life. That's not what the, the Borg want to mesh with it. That's It's entirely like their their goals are different. You okay, see? that's like, true. Just, yeah. Yeah. It, still, it still just doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. It's like, uh, okay, sure. Right. Whatever. But here's, and then the other thing, too, is like a lot of my issues with, the again, with the details of Discovery have mm-hmm. been... Um, the technology seemed, uh, in a lot of cases, like specific, small detail technological things seem to be like too advanced for the time. Oh yeah, um, and the nanites, the whole red is, angel the, suit. The, 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 oh, the angel suit, obviously. And it's like, oh yeah. right, you know what? If you want to make that part of some secret thing that no one ever hears, but you know, whatever. If you want to do one of them and make it a big part of the show, like maybe I can forgive it for you know, mm. I can suspend my disbelief quite far. But mm-hmm. like the nanites mm-hmm. thing, for some reason, was was too far for me. That's why I was like, are you trying to make this the Borg? Because Cause, why? Cause that, that really points toward that, doesn't it? Yeah, because why would the control is this artificial intelligence system that was developed by Starfleet, right? To give orders, I guess. Um, tell everyone what's going on. Some, uh, some yeah, first, threat assessment some, is what it is. Yeah. For some reason, they decided to make a completely centralized slash vulnerable system that <laughs> yeah. like, takes yeah, yeah. all the information yeah. in and then gives some kind of orders and they just like there's no checks on it they just take it point blank at its face and then why, why does this ai develop nanites like that's such a leap to me technologically well i i don't think it's mm. but remember at this point it had it had gotten a tiny portion of the sphere data thanks to arium so okay. it's already okay, like so, a little okay. more advanced than it was. I'm I'm into that explanation saying like so it's this it looks like it's super super advanced because it's actually it's already gotten sphere. a piece of the it's already gotten a piece of the pie from the sphere. Okay, data. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, it it kind of hints at that in a way when it talks about like it, that it could inhabit Arium for a while and you know got some some practice like understanding humans from being in her and yada yada so you kind of hand wave mm-hmm. the whole like all right so she 20 percent of the sphere data or whatever about ai whatever whatever portion that was i forget however much she downloaded it got mm-hmm. and so in there was some ability to build nanites which actually isn't that crazy because like nanites are are, are a generic and real world like sure. thing that, yeah that, nanotechnology that yeah, exactly. Like that's not a made-up sci-fi thing. Now it, it's it's used as a sci-fi gimmick a lot, but like that is a real mm-hmm. thing. Like potentially, potentially a real thing. So, because remember the Borg version of it is has a specific term, though they are nanites of a type. Is of course they have their own jargon for it. Those are nanoprobes. That's true. Mm, Borg that's right. That's right. 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 For whatever it's worth. I mean, they resemble each other. So I mean, sure. No, that's fair. Still, fair point. It is still suspect, though, that they would, like, use effectively the same gimmick. 
Right. I mean, you're yeah. right to, to you're right to call it out and be like, really? Did they not think about the boring? Because that's the first place everyone goes. Yes. You know? Yeah. And yeah. there's been yeah. bo- blogs posting about their theory oh, yeah. that the, that this is what they're doing. That they're oh yeah they're foreshadowing it's, the it's a popular. Of the Absolutely. It's popular fan theory. And I was like, oh my God, are they going to like retcon how the Borg are created? Oh no. They better not. They better not. Oh no. They better not. Fist shaking. I can't imagine that will be received well. No, that's that's why I think like, dude, they know better than that. They really do. I don't think that's, it just doesn't seem smart. Now that's something that I think would be cooler to point toward would be something like the Doomsday Machine, right? Something from TOS that is a a little um, more esoteric. But you start mm-hmm. you start um, putting your fingers in the most uh, iconic villain of you know besides the, maybe the Klingons and yeah. and you can't those kind of those kind of details can't go unnoticed. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Mister Control Leland, boy, he starts to get manipulative fast now that he's got a body, huh? Mm. He gets over there like first he tries sort of the nice guy version by sending Tyler over to kind of spy. Which doesn't really work. So, because Tyler actually kind of gets a conscience. <laughs> right? Hmm. So. It's so hard to figure out what Tyler's role is this season. Isn't it? I don't know why Holy he's here. Holy Tyler, he, he just hangs out a lot. No, nah, I know. <laughs> Tyler, well, but as we see, I'm pretty sure basically we're setting up Tyler and Giorgio to go have adventures in Section 31 land together, but whatever. Because, oh. cause, you know, eventually that's sort of where this goes, is he becomes her. her right hand man you know as the as the leland situation develops yeah but yeah um so that doesn't really work and then of course he hard manipulates giorgio about you know power and like that she's sort of self-important because she knows there's two of her and she's like an important person in both universes and like doesn't doesn't you know gabriel gabriella burnham doesn't she threaten you because She's super important, but like all over time, you know, all this stuff totally That's like, weird. well, but it totally plays with this sort of insecurity of the fact that Georgia thinks she's, you know, the shit and maybe she's not. I don't know. I was surprised yeah. she bought it, to be honest. Well, it was kind of, it was very grade schooly. Well, you know. She comes from a, a pulpy universe. It well, worked, that's you know? fair. <laughs> that is fair. But it only worked for about five minutes, you'll know. She didn't really yeah. go for for too long. Speaking um, of thankfully. growing a conscience. Yes, how about that? Now her like, and Michael are like besties. They're, yeah. they're and, hands. And Michael's mom yeah. is like, I know who you are. And yes, I know you're the universe. But even still, I know you love her, and I'm going to tell you, mom to mom to protect her. Oh, oh yeah. And that was, huh? That, I mean, Giorgio kind of yeah. she sort of pretends to protest, but it's like, what? I mean, yeah. Huh? I mean, huh? they, they, this has been a thread now for several episodes. Yes. They are trying, trying to rehabilitate. So hard. They 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 are, they want to do the Section 31 show. They want to do something with Michelle Yeoh, uh-huh. and they made this character really. Yeah, bad. they yeah. ruined her. <laughs> yeah. They ruined her, and they keep trying to like rehab yeah, her. Like, like no, they're, getting, they're clearly gonna they're clearly gonna have her be a key to whatever resolution comes at the end of the season to give her like some oh, sort yeah. of major redemption. Yeah, she's gonna be like, here, you guys go do X. I'll stay behind and do Y, and like it'll be yeah. amazing, you know, kind of thing. And it's hey, like, okay, hey, remember like I... remember yeah. when she was eating kelpians? Yeah, it's like right. You guys remember <laughs> like that a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> right like and like i realize how how goofy that is and for and it's quite forced but part of me i have to be honest part of me doesn't care because i i actually just really like michelle yeah like I'm, yeah yeah well yeah, yeah. We all do. <laughs> well i mean that's the thing like, like i actually we... like the, the scenes between um michael burnham and Giorgio are yeah. some of my favorite just because i like they have good act- chemistry actors yeah but it's like, God damn it. We, they had good chemistry when she was, you know, prime Giorgio. Hello. Like, <laughs> it could be. Uh, this is so, why, so, like, after in the yeah. first few episodes of season one, we were all like, we would have loved to have seen a Giorgio Shenzo. Like, a whole, like, first season could yeah. have been. Yeah, Burnham yeah. Whole Shenzo, first season could yeah. have been and we would have eaten before this happens. And th- now they're yes. going back and being like, hey, we should have done that. Maybe we can we get that done character that. back. Whoops. Yeah. Yep. This yep. this yep. world world famous actress we're lucky to have. Who would have thought we might have uh, done more with her than we did? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, don't. I guess we should have. Yeah. Um, 
So, anyway. So they get in some more timey-wimey stuff that maybe you guys can follow more than I did because I didn't follow this part. This goes back to the to the title, Perpetual Infinity, where they come up with this crazy uh, idea that they will download the sphere data to the Red Angel suit, which, by the way, another crazy thing is apparently it's like built on a quantum computing you know concept which is like cool but like that's insane and apparently like no one's cracked that before or since like that you know what i mean like it's not in the 23rd century or the 24th century we never hear about quantum computing which is something we're trying to crack right now yeah i think that's just them trying to put Mm. modern computer i think they are too but like dude if you say that that has serious implications and they even talk about how like oh it has like a near unlimited storage capacity because quantum and all this stuff which is kind of true you know like but kind of not true um but like geez it's a huge technological leap if that's true and they did all this 20 years ago in secret by the way like okay um, <laughs> right and no one okay. ever used that's, that technology. and no one ever used it at, yeah it's like oh, right they, they right, that's annoying they did it at the same secret base where Shinzon built his super warbird. That's right. 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 <laughs> a little hand right. We had a secret base. Don't ask us any questions about it. I think uh, John uh-huh. Harrison was at that base too. I was uh, going to yeah. say, it was, right? It was very busy. Don't, don't go look near Jupiter. Don't, don't go look near Jupiter. They're not building a giant warship over there. Okay? Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, they, download this, they want to download the sphere data to the Red Angel suit. And so then this is the part that sort of confused me is like they have it set it like for a far future date like even further than the 950 years apparently but because it like always snaps itself back to that point it will just apparently perpetually travel like 10,000 years forward then snap itself back to 950 years forward but like how do you get it to stay that way and how do you get it to just constantly snap itself back and forth so that way like you know in theory no one can touch it right yeah I didn't like get that's that their idea and i'm like wait wouldn't it find itself ten thousand years future snap itself back to 950 and then just stop until you set a new right or destination and if you have the ability to change the tether point change it to now so gabriella burnham doesn't get right shot back right right or or she does and then she finds herself back again or whatever or, yeah, yeah make the tether point now so she yeah. right snaps back to now and then right. we're good and then yeah, we're good exactly yeah yeah. So yeah. yeah, no. So so just it's again still doesn't make a lot of. I sense. I didn't get that like, it was okay. going to be snapping. I thought that it was going to be like we're going to put it into the future and it's just going to keep going farther into the future, like it's going to be moving towards the, the future yeah. forever and never like arrive at the future. Well, so so maybe like that's perpetual it, infinity, I, like perpetual infinity, right? But I thought I thought they talked about somehow that that was the whole point about the anchor point is that it was on a that it would be on a loop to like send itself forward snap itself back send itself forward because they were using the fact that it always snaps itself back as like a way to keep it in a loop while sphere data equals yes <laughs> snap to future yeah exactly exactly <laughs> it's just a perpetual while loop yeah exactly oh man until until the crystal burns itself out from you know no flow control in the while loop but yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> and speaking of the crystal speaking of that crystal right yeah how about that dark matter folks <laughs> oh dark matter oh can yeah do the anything. dark matter don't forget the dark matter did you guys remember the dark matter that like basically hasn't done anything since like the first episode <laughs> okay yeah okay all right i have to i have to play another kelvin verse card here the red angel shouldn't be using dark matter she should be using red matter red matter red matter oh boy well, yeah, but, you know, that goes back to people who were convinced that there was a conspiracy about all this and that red angel, red batter, that means this is in the Kelvin timeline. Oh, yeah. Heard. It's like, no, People are no, really desperate no. for this to not be in people, prime, and I kind of don't blame them. Well, uh, but yeah. they're trying so yeah. hard But it's, it's it just it's not. Like, yeah. It's just prime. No, sorry. No. sorry. Yeah, that's, that's, some, that's some goofy stuff, people. Yeah, like, no, sorry. So, but back to other, you know, miracle matter, the dark matter that's been hanging around since whenever um then they're like oh hey if you apparently like plate and like line these transporter enhancers like with dark matter which that doesn't make a lot of sense either like so you plate it like you you with it like first off how do you manipulate this to like plate something with the dark matter you know what i mean like how do you like electro tool it yeah how do you tool it to do that but whatever so apparently if you do that 
they think it's enough energy to snap her out of, you know, being stuck. Like, and that's okay. Sure, that's a cool idea. Maybe that's how we get her unstuck. There's lots of nice sort of dramatic stuff between the two Burnhams over that. And like, you know, Michael really thinks maybe she can get her mom back finally, which is very nice. Like, that's all very, very dramatic, super well acted. Yeah, we all think, yeah, exactly. Like, we all want that to work. And of course, well, that's not going to work because, well, it just can't, right? Like, something has to mess with this whole plan and control Leland goes full on Rambo mode, right? He beams yeah, down, he does. guns akimbo, and like all this stuff. He just goes crazy. <laughs> he gets shot, no yeah. big deal. Gets shot and apparently regenerates himself, and like, wow. Wow. Yeah, it got a little crazy there at the end. Yeah. Tyler, in the meantime, has been stabbed <laughs> brutally with like a big piece of glass, and like. Yeah, and when that sheesh. happened, I was, like, I was like, holy shit, are they going to kill him? And so he manages to get like a bloody gurgle, basically off <laughs> yeah, to discovery. Yeah, yeah. yeah as a it ended up being a lot of nothing. Yeah. Just, you know. But he alerts them somehow that like something. He alerts wrong. Discovery, drags himself to a console, and alerts Discovery yeah, that yeah. all is not right. And, and then drags himself to an escape pod, as we found out too. That's some yeah. serious like man. He should be passed out from blood loss, but yeah. he can drag himself to it. So good for him. But um, I mean, he I guess that's that Klingon stamina that's still part of him. Um, I guess so. There you go. But yeah, full on Leland, yo, sweet like new Section Thirty One like rifle that's like uh, two solid beams that do some serious damage and like wow, crazy shiz. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that don't, I don't quite understand is you know he goes to attack that force field that's holding her in place, and instead of dropping the field, it blows out the time crystal in the suit but he didn't penetrate right. but he didn't penetrate the field why does it blow out the time crystal i, I don't oh, man, understand i have that. to watch that again there was a lot going on there's a lot that goes on but the part that matters is uh the thing that regulates the time on the suit is now blown yes, out yes i saw so that you can't happen, even regulate it, it. yes yeah, so you see so you can't even regulate it anymore so so it gets sucked back the idea is she the suit and gabriella separately are linked to the 950-year tether point. Yeah, and that's interesting because, like, how are you linked right. to that? Like, a physical being. Because I'm right. like, let the suit go. Right. And then, then... But apparently... Yeah, they're making it clear that she's she going to get too. sucked up, too, and she gets sucked up into this vortex Wormhole. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sliders, basically. Yeah, it's totally like sliders. Yeah. So I don't understand quite. Yeah, like Another I get that the suit would be maybe. Like, I don't. The, the thing is, all of these details are important. They were trying to tell this whole Burnham's mom time travel suit story and explain the whole suit Red Angel thing in this one episode. They had to explain all of that. But then, right. all, like, so clearly they've had a plan for the Red Angel since the beginning. Yeah, of some sort. Of some sort. For sure. And but, it's like, yeah. you get here and here we are. Here's your chance to lay out all of your ideas for what the Red Angel is. And so many of them are like, I don't understand. I, mm-hmm. I don't understand how this works. I don't understand why it's like this. This doesn't make sense to me. Why don't they just do this? Why don't they just do that? What are the rules here? I don't I don't understand the rules governing. Yeah, the I don't angel. understand either. So then I guess so now that there's no time crystal, I mean, that means like the sphere data is in this suit and it's just going to kind of land back at the point of origin 900 years in the future. Yeah. But right. it, but that means like now but no longer it's no longer going to be stuck perpetually in infinity because it can't anymore. Right. So that's right, the crystals out of the Right. Suit. So that's right. some bad news because that just means like we just lost basically. That's some really bad bad times. But of course Michael does one thing that I think is very um telegraphing where she says like she's all right mom like i'm gonna let you go but i'm coming to find you basically so gee what has to happen soon (laughs) you know what i mean like they got to figure something out they do have that spore drive that can do all kinds of crazy stuff oh and the dark matter like hmm maybe if we put dark matter into the spores into the spores nice and then you pull the the whole plating you pull Mm -hmm. right that's right. the time when you when you when you do want the chocolate in the peanut butter because that makes delicious Reese's. You know what I mean? You do want that. <laughs> um, you do want that. I do. I will say like okay, so that's all head scratching, but I think we know where that's going. There is that nice moment at the end where Spock picks up the chess set and sets it back yeah. up and, and reassures Michael. And they hit. I mean, this is a little on the nose, but of course, like it's it's 
it's lovely that he says that well you know now matters and we'll get there through a combination of instinct and logic which is a really nice thing to say and of course like yes they're talking about spock and michael um that's nice i do think that my one nitpick with this is this is a little too soon for spock to come to this realization this is the thing he struggles with his entire life yeah isn't it yep well and and i i complained about that earlier when um you did pike made the the throwaway reference to uh, undiscovered country which it's Mm -hmm. so beautiful and undiscovered country because that's like the pinnacle of his arc that started in motion picture yeah, right. Spock doesn't start to come to terms with who he is until he has that mind meld. Exactly. Right. Yeah. In, exactly. In, until then, yeah. mainly what he's doing is is making racist comments against how Vulcans are better than humans to, to <laughs> get yeah. under Doctor McCoy's skin. Hey, yeah, right. He's actually very mature. He's very immature because he is in complete denial of his dual nature. Yeah. Right. Up until that. Yeah. Right. He he keeps hoping he could submerge it and whatever and yeah. Right. Yeah, that that the motion picture is a very pivotal it is. time for Spock. It is. it is very much so. And, and you see how many times they talk about the Colinar and how that left a real impact on the franchise. Like they talk about it mm-hmm. uh, for Tuvok talks about it. They talk about it mm-hmm. in the Kelvin verse. I'm sure there's a couple mm-hmm. other references, but that's very very important moment in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. For sure. I thought it would have been nice if Spock had been like. Because he basically did this without saying it. But I thought it would have been nice if he actually said it, which was like, hey, sorry, I was kind of a dick before. Like, <laughs> yeah. We can play chess Vulcans now. don't apologize. Yeah. yeah, Vulcans don't apologize. Yeah. But yes, it would have been nice to, for him to do that, for sure. But that was his way of being like, I'm sorry. That was lame. Yep. But, that was his way. But yes, that was a nice way to end the episode. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. Gives you hope. Nice, that... quiet, nice, quiet moment. Mm-hmm. You G- gives you those. hope that definitely hopeful quiet moment that's that's good okay I, I had one last little thing i want to mention and we're getting closing in on the hour so i assume we're almost done mm-hmm. but i missed yeah, it just a couple more things saru had a, a line things, yeah. where he talked about this is like destroying the library of alexandria or and then yes. he says or some space thing and i wish he'd reference <laughs> memory alpha yeah yes we yeah if, if yeah. yeah we any definitely. part of the original <laughs> series <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what he said, or, or or some space thing, um, but like there's there's no element of the original series that has been magnified beyond what it was than Memory Alpha, thanks to right. you know it being the best, to the, wiki. the second best wiki in the world. So mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. would have been nice. So uh, anyway, my I was disappointed with that. Yeah, that would have been a nice little nod. But yeah, so be it. And, and that's the kind of fan service or reference that I think fits really well. A little bit Agreed. more. Than, yes. Because than it's more. relevant. Yes, and I it, agree. it makes you feel like part of the universe and it makes the universe feel, feel bigger. In. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and also, it's, yeah, exactly. it's something that I think Saru would have more familiarity with than a library burned in Egypt uh, 3,000 years ago. <laughs> yeah, on Earth, on some planet he's never been to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, no. Saru's lived on Earth. He's, he's talked about it. But anyway. Oh, I missed that. Oh, yeah. Remember, he knows 90 langu- 92 94. languages. Oh, yeah, 94. I guess he would have gone to the Academy, so he would have been on Earth. Yeah. 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 It's his adopted home, remember? Mm. Well, or something yeah. or other. Still. Puke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I do want to say that um, they're not doing well with Tilly the last few episodes. They're making her yes, more obnoxious. They're yeah. not doing her, her, servicing her character well. And now at this point in this episode, she's basically just being like cut off and ignored. And that's not cool. Like they're just they need to do better. I'm you know what so I mean? glad you brought this up. Are, 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 is Tilly suffering from Flandersization? Uh, I'm worried. Yeah, yes. I think so. Yes, exactly. Yes. I'm worried that they're that that's exactly. She what's is becoming happening. a caricature yes. of what they think she is. Mm. Yes, Where, I'm very worried about that. Yeah, no, yeah, the last I mean, few episodes. Last three. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, if I was dealing with someone who acted the way she acts all the time in the past few you'd episodes, be over it like, too. Yeah, I'd be like, oh my god, just please, don't, just don't like, talk. Well, don't talk. But but that's the thing is yeah. like she's part of this chain of command. You pull her aside and you go, you're totally breaking protocol. Like it's yeah. time for a talk about yeah. this. Like you, you don't are just, like, you are a Starfleet officer. It, it, Act yeah. like a professional. In, in a right. You don't just like program. cut her off an eye roll. 
You yeah. just, you'd have a talk with her about her behavior. And, and, you know? and that's the thing, because Tilly was handled so well, I thought, up until this point. And because she is goofy and she is bubbly and she's fun and she's a little bit, a little bit too much for a lot of people, right? Right. But she's right. also... But not, but not terrible. But she's also brilliant. And she's um, she does work well with others and she's insightful and she's wise, even though she's kind of young and green in some ways, she's also sort of wise. And so they, 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 the message that like Tilly has been one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character, because yeah. they're showing you this kind of person who is not who you think of as a scientist or an engineer or a military person. They're, they're not right. completely stoic. They're fun and they're bubbly and they're very feminine. And she's sure. all of these qualities that are usually not considered yep. um, qualities of leadership, for example. Right. Well, and, uh, and, and they're sure, qualities and... that, that women, women are typically told not to be that way, you know, sure. to get ahead in, in a lot of male-dominated mm-hmm. careers. So it's cool to see her doing that and also being so awesome. And yeah. now mm-hmm. she's turned... I think the Flandersization is the... Flandersization? <laughs> is the right term because, yeah, they're like yeah. they're saying, Tilly's role is to say some quirky thing about, yay, science, and that's it, and be sort of goofy, right. and it's turned into yeah. annoying. And, and not know when to shut up. You know, and it's like, no, that's not fair. Like, that's it's, just, it's more nuanced than that, and it, it's yeah, it more is. meaningful. Kayla, K- 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 thank, thank you for sharing that insight. Yeah, that, yeah, was that was very good. good. That was perfect. Oh, God, I'm glad. And that's, I'm, I'm glad that, yeah, no, that, that was perfect. Because that's the problem. It's just, you know, it's just, you could, it's just been annoying. Like, you can just see them not, not handle her well. In yeah, the last it's, few it's a, yeah, it's really gotten to me the last three episodes, like you said. So hopefully they'll turn yeah. it around. I hope so. Um, on a more f- interesting sort of winky, f- like appropriately fan servicey note, I thought is when Doctor Burnham talks to Pike and she's like, "I could say more about your future, but you won't like it." <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> hint, hint. That was like, pretty funny. We all know what's going to happen in like ten years. So that was kind of nice. Like, see, that's the good kind of fan service because if you're into it, you know what she's talking about because she's seen it happen. Sure. Like, and, and if you don't, it mm. still makes sense because it could be like, "Oh, he's." has some yeah it's challenges ominous and it's something and whatever, yeah. exactly it's something's going on yeah so i like that same mm-hmm. one thing that i felt out of place is this goes back to like that um they were doing it earlier in the season especially the whole like uh let's 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 let people say very like 20th 21st century things Spock quotes Hamlet and Burnham just <laughs> Burnham turns to her and before getting on the transporter pad and is like Hamlet hell yeah and then gets on the pad and it's like oh. what oh yeah. man That's... i know burnham's trying to loosen up but like man <laughs> to be fair like burnham is actually super awkward mm-hmm. so maybe she would say something that awkward she that, might that she might that makes her sound like she's from a movie about like the movie breaking from the 1980s <laughs> oh yeah mm-hmm well, you know, Burnham's been doing some historical research there on that go. era. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's what people say. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's she's been watching she's been also been watching Die Hard and some of their action movies. Wow, know, that so I support. Like, that I'm hundred percent behind. Yeah. yeah, 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 I know. But it's just like, you know, now she has she, she's like, Oh, I need to come up with like a one liner now, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um but uh, you know, I think it's it's hard to put my finger on this episode. Like we talked about, there's like good parts, it's really weird to like about the red angel doesn't quite make sense you know the the science of it is confusing but Hmm. we're marching along yeah and what are we marching along to is the question that is the question my goodness well i guess we're going to take a little detour next week it seems like it we get to go be very klingon soap opera again yes (laughs) finally yeah the baby oh can i just say that the entire point of dropping this baby off at boreth was to leave it alone and never come yeah. back to it and why and now we're back and to i would it. have been like, so fine with that yeah yes the, the yeah. whole episode with the baby was like at the end of that episode Awkward. i was like that was Soapy. weird and i hope we Very never weird. see this again because it was just so bizarre so again, I guess we're gonna. It's sort of more biblical, like the the title of next week's episode. Yeah, straight from too. Psalm twenty three. Yeah, exactly through the valley of shadows. Yeah. Through the valley of shadows. Yes. Yep. And so, and from the little preview, it does look like they basically have like Tyler sort of confess his sins to Burnham about like the baby and like his life on Kronos, and so I think they're paying lip service to this 
sort of biblical referency thing again. For better or worse, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Also, the production design of the monastery in Borath looks great. It does look good. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things they don't usually screw up, honestly. No. Production design is usually really oh, good. Oh, and then there was that one tracking shot where they're walking through the corridors that I was really beautiful. They've they've got their corridor like walk and talk game and stuff down this yeah. season. They've got it down. Mm, they're yeah. so good at it. Because yeah. it's it's hard to shoot as the Star Wars prequels for, proved. It's really easy to shoot dialogue scenes badly. And oh and my goodness, this, there's <laughs> yeah. standing around in the Galactic Senate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> super well, exciting, you guys. Well, well, a bunch of spaceships <laughs> go by to distract you, like like dangling a key <laughs> in front of a cat. Right. right. <laughs> you always have to have movement in every part of the frame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, now. So good. yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> but I, consistently, it's impressive the the yes. production design and the mm-hmm. cinematography. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I have to say I've also liked pretty much I've liked most of the direction that we've gotten in this last group of episodes. They've mm-hmm. that they've calmed the hell down. <laughs> And the use camera, camera movement. Yeah, <laughs> they've they've used camera movements like up sort of appropriately and sparingly, and done the occasional interesting, you know, move, but not like, hey hey, let's spin the thing around like all the time. The like, merry-go-round scene. Oh my goodness! Yes, the merry-go-round conference scene is like that's probably the worst <laughs> of uh, of the whole thing. So I'm hoping that like they this is a style that they're sort of catching on to and that they can use this sparingly and like that's good and Mm. people like that yeah you know we'll see there's there's a few more episodes so we'll find out if that they keep doing it that way Alrighty then all right folks i think that's it we will be back next week to talk about episode 12 through the valley of shadows see you guys next week thanks for listening take care bye everybody see y'all on chronos